0: Hello and welcome to episode 229 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. I almost tripped over that because we pre-recorded quite a bit uh-huh, uh-huh. and so then it didn't sound, it didn't it didn't roll off my tongue like I'm used to every week. Anyway. Just because it's been, for us, it's been a little while since we've recorded. Yeah, a long time, yes. a long time. Anyway. Uh, it feels like a long time. Yeah, um, but, but I had a I mean, I was in Canada for a month, so that's always glorious. Um, mm. I miss the heat wave that you're experiencing right now. Whoa. Uh-huh. Lucky you. Yeah, I don't know, because then it's been, like, rainy here. Like, mm. yesterday morning was, like, full on, but no one uses an umbrella. It's so bizarre. They right. use an umbrella for the sun, but they won't use an umbrella when it's freaking raining out. Yeah, just because it's not raining enough, like it's just sort of misting? is that what it is? I, I don't know, or they just don't understand the concept. I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay. I've literally never seen an umbrella for sale anywhere. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so very odd. odd. Very odd. Yes. Yeah. So we are now, I mean, we're recording today. You're back at school, your mm-hmm. new school. Mm-hmm. You said everything is going great. You're very mm-hmm. happy with it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. That is true. It's, it's nice. It's nice to be doing something. I mean, the thing is that my whole life I wanted to teach. It was the only job that I ever wanted to have. It was the only thing that I was like super passionate about my, like from the time I was very young to, you know, all the way through to adulthood. And, and then for years and years and years, I just, loved my job so much and the last couple of years I just have not and it's been disheartening you know to feel so ill-motivated and disappointed with what you're doing and and this year I'm I'm really I mean I'm only a few days into the new school year but it's it's exciting it's new I'm really pleased with what I'm doing again I I feel like my you know, zest for the for the profession is back, so I I'm, yeah, I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. Um, you know, not just the school change, but I think that the grade change is a good break for you. Mm, yeah, for sure, because it's something right? really entirely different. Yeah, because you're it's grade three four. And those kids are, they, they haven't really, you might get some kids who have some behavioral sort of things, but you don't have a lot of the sass and the sarcasm and the meanness. It, it hasn't set in yet yeah. for yeah. them, you know? No, that's true. Very and so true. that that's refreshing because they still want to come to school. Mm-hmm. They still think the teacher is like the smartest person ever, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I just, yeah, it's just it's great. No, it, it's, it's yeah. been, it's been great fun. The last few days have been, have been a lot of fun, exhausting, yeah. but a lot of fun. And like, and I can yeah. feel it because during the summer we were recording in the morning, so we were fresh. And yeah. now like, I've just had a whole school day and I'm like sitting at the kitchen table thinking, okay, honey, stay awake, stay well, alive. Did you see me? We, were, we chatted first and then I was like in the reclined position like <laughs> <in my, laughs> recording on my but, bed and I, I, I all right. I know we we need to liven things up here exactly. But it's funny as soon as I put the headset on, then it's all good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all like good. You but... Assume your mm-hmm. your podcasting role and you're ready. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I yeah, I had an interesting experience uh, a few weeks ago that I wanted to share with you. It's not really important at all, but it was it was just I'd never heard it before, and I was like, this is a sign of the times. So I went I, I took my younger brother clothes shopping and we were shopping for blue jeans in particular and so we got we went shopping that was great we found some blue jeans that was perfect and so then we go up to pay for the blue jeans and you know how often when you go to pay at a clothing store they'll ask you for your they might ask you for your email they might ask you for your phone number they might ask you for your postal code like they might ask yeah. you for like you know determining information and and so we go up to the counter and the guy is ringing ringing up the blue jeans and then he says to my brother do you know your postal code and I was interesting right like I I, it took me like as soon as he said it I was like that's not the question that I was expecting to hear. Right. And so then James said, he's like, yes, I do. And he like, you know, recited it. Okay. And he was very proud of himself for knowing his postal code. (laughs) And, and so the guy said, he's like, honestly, he's like anyone who looks like, and the guy was probably like 30. And so he said to me, he's like, honestly, he's like anyone who I look at, who, who I think is probably younger than me. He's like, most of them don't know their postal codes. And so he's like, so I've changed my question. he's Like now, instead of asking people, what is their postal code? He's like, I ask them if they know it, because if they know it, I'll take it. But if they don't know it, you know, and I thought very interesting, really quite something. And so, and so I was thinking about like things that we maybe used to take for granted that we knew or that everyone knew that now people don't know. And I know we've talked about this in the past the curse of writing being one of them, right? Like, this is something that an entire generation or a couple of generations of kids never learned. Yeah. Um, but even like I was thinking for myself, I used to know so many phone numbers Yes, off the top of too. my head. Mm-hmm. And now the only phone numbers I know are the ones that I learned before I had a cell phone. I can tell you the only number like, oh, no, I know two numbers. One was my number when I lived on the West Mountain, 3890913. And my grandmother's number, 5453521. Those are the numbers I know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I know any number that I had to learn before I had my cell phone. So, I know like like my home that I grew up in. I know my dad's office number. Yeah. I know both of my parents' cell numbers because they mm-hmm. had cells long um, oh. before we like before I had a cell. Yeah. Um I know the cottage number. I know the pizza place at the cottage number. <laughs> Does that tell you about me? <laughs> um yeah, so I, I know I know my my best longest time girlfriend, I know her phone number. Like so okay. there are like there's like a handful, like maybe ten or so that I know. Yeah. But like I don't know Mark's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> and I call it every day and I still don't know it because I never had to learn it. Yeah. It's well kinda, what about it's kind of pathetic about, though. But what about a check? So This is what happened i arrive in canada i got the rental car i'm driving to graham's and i got the guest suite and on the way there i'm like oh i didn't bring a check they only take a check so that is so antiquated i'm like so like oh my god what am i gonna do now so i'm like leaving phil like voice things like hey uh, I don't have a check. And now I do. I said, I'm going to ask Graham or Alexander, but I doubt they have a check. You know, why would they have a check? And Phil's like, just see if you can pay cash. I go, Han, you don't pay the concierge cash, you know, like for this thing. I said, well, maybe I'll see if they'll wait till you come because they want me to pay the whole thing. Like, and we had 11 nights, so they wanted like the money for everything. So I'm messaging Graham and then Graham's like, oh uh, yeah, I think I do. I'm like, you do? <laughs> and sure enough, he had a check. Like he goes, I don't have any money in that account. He goes, I, right. I don't care if the account's open. I go, That's, I don't care. I'm just mm-hmm. going to give them a check. And then when dad comes with the check, we'll just swap it. Well will just swap it out. <laughs> the condo, they don't cash the check until the next month. And right, we were the right, whole right. month of August, right? But anyways, when I went um, to say something to the girl, uh, anyways, there was this whole conversation, but then the woman who's really in charge. So I said, "Can I just bring, like, my, my husband comes. She goes, yeah, that's fine. But then the other young girl kept asking me, you still haven't paid. I, and as I said to you, two times already, <laughs> whatever. But it's right. Like, no one has a check. No. No, no like, that's true. Why? but you do in a, in buildings, in your condo building, did you not have to have a check with you? Did you have to pay a deposit when you were moving or if you needed the elevator? If you needed the elevator, you had yes. to give them a check. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, I don't know if your party room had a charge, but yep. you'd have to pay a deposit or something yep. like that. Yeah. Yep. And those are all those things. Like, it's like, holy Hannah. So I said, to Phil, okay. And now I need to, in my Canada wallet, put couple of checks and so i've got just to have them yeah Yeah. i don't have any but um anyway so that's something yeah it's knowing how to do that yeah there that's it like there are things that you don't maybe you don't need them on on a regular basis anymore but it doesn't mean that you don't need it ever right yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Oh my goodness. So, let's me I just want to tell everybody. So, um it, we had my son's wedding and Henny came and she was like seriously, I knew I was going to need some help. I had no idea I was going to need the amount of help that I needed. And Henny was like right there and I was like I said to her, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's so much work." And you're like, "I knew what I signed up for." <laughs> I knew exactly. I knew exactly what the night was going to look like. I knew no. exactly what I would be busy doing. Yeah. And it went exactly the way that I thought. There was, it yeah. was zero surprise to me. Yeah. So I was like, oh my goodness. But this is the thing is like, you need to have friends like you, you know, <laughs> but everybody was so like my family, people are excited to meet Henny. Oh, we're finally going to get to meet Henny. Oh. She's, I know my mother, she's such a big part of your life. She's been such a big part of your life. And I'm so thrilled to meet her. Yeah. And then my two friends, I have Wanda and and Henny because I'm Sandy Seymour. She's Henny Hamilton. And then my friend Wanda Wamsley. So there's a theme here, but they, and we have a photo of the three of us. Yeah. We all got to meet. It was delightful. It It was like, it was a really, it was a really fun time. Okay. So then the other day I'm messaging with Jocelyn my sister-in-law and she's like oh I'm so upset that I didn't get to speak to Henny (laughs) but she was so busy doing things whatever I'm like you see everybody wants a piece of you I I don't I don't know why (laughs) but people were so thrilled were they not to meet you They really were. They really were. But I think there is something nice about being able to put a, like, being able to imagine something or someone, like, and this is, I know this is something that... Um, that my, that my mom has spoken about a lot, that anytime, like, one of the kids is living somewhere else, she just wants to come and see, and see the place, and so that, so that when she's at home, and, and you're off doing whatever, she can imagine, like, oh yeah, like, that's how far it takes you to get to wherever you're going, or this Mm -hmm. is, you know, how the setup is, or whatever, you know, and, and so I think with, with people, it's the same, right, like, when you hear a person's name coming up, over and over and over again you just like to meet them and to know who like and to you know have a sense for yourself who they are as a person because you hear them you hear about them all the time right exactly that's why like at some point when you are having like your one of your family things i'm going to show up at your parents house but i'm going to go up to all your family and be like hi norm (laughs) (laughs) and they're going to be like who is this person because they literally know so much about all of you <laughs> they, they will know exactly who you are don't worry <laughs> that would <be> so funny be <laughs> I mean, like i know all of you <laughs> oh my goodness but, well that's how it is i mean that's how it was for me meeting all of your family yeah. too right i was like oh yeah know yep. you oh i know who you are okay mm-hmm. no surprises here heard, Yep. heard all the stories yep <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Anyway, it, really it was okay. And so anyway, it was very it all went really well. If you're in the Hamilton Burlington, I mean, I guess I don't know how far they go, but anyways, the the DJ was exceptional. Yeah, he was, he was a really nice super guy. And the restaurant, if you're ever in Waterdown, it was the Watermark, and they we had ribs and beef brisket that I had ordered from them and it was delicious if you're looking for a getaway the airbnb that we rented is a horse farm um and it was beautiful it's big um Mm -hmm. anyways i can't say enough about all of that i have no no complaints about any of that everybody was so fantastic so anywho a couple of things i need to tell you first of all uh while i was in canada you know this that i had finished listening to spare yes by, by prince harry Mm-hmm. And I had put that off for a long time. One, it was whenever uh, I, I was on hold forever. And then my card got something happened, and then I lost it. And then Henny bought me and gifted me the book, yes. the audio book. Anyone who's out there that is like, oh, I'm so over them, blah, 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 I would, I really recommend giving it a go because mm-hmm. I, I love the royals. I love Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. But I also was feeling like when all of the, um, the press stuff was going on when he was doing this little press junket mm-hmm. about the book, that it was just a bit too much. Mm. And I didn't want to hear whining mm. to me, but I felt it was extremely balanced. I felt it was genuine. Mm-hmm. There were only a couple of times when I thought about something. But other than that, I thought it was so, so well done. I cried a lot through it. I thought, mm-hmm. this, is a, yeah, this is a man who misses his mother still. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, It was very evident throughout the entire book. I think he was like 28 before he fully acknowledged that his mom was actually dead. He still yeah. tried to, in his head, believe that she was just gone away. Mm-hmm. He still calls her mummy. Like... Yeah. Oh, it was so. Anyway, I started yesterday watching the Harry and Meghan uh, documentary. Oh, you are way behind the times. I know. Okay. And how do you feel about the documentary? I also really, really am enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's So it's it's interesting because you are a person who loves the royals. -hmm. And you really enjoyed the book, and now you're loving the documentary. I am a person who doesn't really give two hoots about the royals. Like I don't, I don't feel. I I truly am ambivalent. I don't feel one way or the other about them. I really was. I thought that the book was longer than it needed to be, but I was really interested in the story. Mm -hmm. I was very invested in in him and especially in in his love for his mom yeah. and and the and his challenges with his other family members spe- yeah. spe- specifically with his brother like i was yeah. very invested in the story mm-hmm. whether i like the royals or not like you know yeah um and i also watched the documentary and for the most part really enjoyed it too yeah 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 i thought it's, it's, it's a different spin on it because you see certain things on the news or articles that may have been read. And just like anything, it's like, you know, the headline is just what grabs you mm-hmm. and it doesn't fully. And, and this is just more in depth with it. And they're actually video themselves right from the get-go, like mm-hmm. from 2020 to document this. And so that, that's Time. interesting. But to really find a lot out about Megan... Mm -hmm. is is also really nice and then I'm like I was reminded of things that oh I already knew that I actually already knew that I already knew that about her but i would forgotten yeah Yeah. i forgotten um about it so anyway so I'm I'm I'm, that's one thing I'm doing the other is Henny I'm reading this book I just started Look at that book that just came up. I just opened my app and there's something that's fat talk just came available. Oh, Sandy, I can hardly wait for you to read fat talk. (gasps) It just came. Oh, it's, oh, it's an audio book too. Oh, Oh, it's one of the best things I've read this year. Oh my goodness. Okay. So excited for you to read that. Okay. So I, the other day I didn't really have anything to like in there. So I, I went onto the app and I saw that there was a book and I think it's available to anyone because it is the Scotiabank prize long list. It is called Hotline. Okay. A vivid love letter to the eighties and one woman's struggle to overcome the challenges of immigration. In 1986, she moved to Montreal living behind a civil war in Lebanon. Plans to find work as a French teacher. This is completely Hanny Hamilton. This, I mean, this, you just said something about the 80s and I was in. And then it was like a story about immigration and I was like, tell me more. She had plans to work as a French teacher, but no one in Quebec trusts her to teach the language. Oh, wow. She starts, wait, wait. she starts working at a weight loss center as a hotline operator. Who is this woman? I, you know? <laughs> this sounds yeah. really fantastic and very niche. Yeah. So it's Dimitri Nasrallah is the um, author. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to look that up. Oh, and this is, a says, okay, he's written a vivid elegy. I don't, what is an elegy? An elegy is like a, sort of like an ode, like a, okay. To the eighties, uh, the yeah. years he first moved to Canada, bringing the era's systemic challenges into the current moment through his deeply endearing portrait of struggle, perseverance, and bonding. This sounds very interesting. Uh, he's got two other books: one called Nico, and okay. the Bleeds. Okay. Anyways, well, it's, and this w- one of the books that's available. Like I think they've got a kajillion copies of it. Right. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I am going to look that up. I just started a book today, Sandy, and yeah. it also is very, like, it will be of no surprise to you that I'm reading it or that I'm fascinated by it. Yep. It's called Paved Paradise, How Parking Explains the World. Oh, I want. This is like the toilet one. Yes. And that's what it's like. I truly, oh. I'm, only, I'm only 10% in, but it's like that. Like, it's... It is wild. Like already 10% in talking (gasps) about all of this parking situation and like how, how important parking is and Mm. on so many levels, right? Like personally, parking is important for, for people who drive cars, which is a lot of us, especially in North Mm -hmm. America, but then like city planning wise yeah. and then environmentally yep. and then like, where is there parking? Where isn't there parking? Why is there parking in some places and not other places? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm when buildings are going up where are they willing to skimp on on mm-hmm. costs and oh. parking is sometimes one of them and that becomes a big problem because now you have a building that is housing so many people and not enough parking spaces yes. but then also the section that i was just reading was how parking has been used by different communities to discriminate against other people oh because God. if they for example people who live near the beach or near an or near a park if they make the parking pay parking or if they make the parking, like, yeah. extremely, like, high co- high cost yeah. pay parking, mm-hmm. then not everyone can access that. So you've mm. got these whole communities where they're, huh. like, really making the beach kind of a private beach because it's impossible to park there. Sandy, this is my jam. Yeah, that's mine, too. I find that kind of stuff super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, well, I'll have to read that one, too. Yeah. So oh I'm going to put that in the show notes for people too. If anyone is a nerd like we are, you yeah. may be interested. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, first of all, as, we, as you were telling me about it, I was like, people are like, are you talking to us or are you just talking to each other? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there I'm might thinking. be some listeners out there who are interested in parking. I think so too. I think I so mean, too. The thing is for me, certainly – whenever i'm when whenever i was going somewhere i mean whenever i go anywhere but particularly in toronto whenever i'm going somewhere in toronto yeah. one of the decisions that always had to be made was am i taking public transit or am i driving yeah and i mean if taking public transit was easy to do that was always going to be my go to because yeah. why not take why not take the public transit if you can but mm-hmm. if taking public transit was kind of messy or yes. not super easy, then it would be like, okay, well, maybe I'll drive. But then the question was always, okay, but what am I going to parking? What about the parking? And so mm-hmm. then sometimes it's like, okay, no, I know how the parking's going to work. I can make that work. And then other times it's like, no, the parking is such a mess that I would rather take, you know, yeah. I'd rather take the subway and have to walk for 30 minutes or yeah. like, you know, whatever I have to do because the parking is just not worth it. Yeah, I know. I know it's not just the parking. It's also, whatever you, why, the reason you're going do downtown. Yeah. Are you going to an event? Because yeah. then after the event, yeah. to get out of a parking? To get out of the parking. I know. Can I be know. like, just, I, I, you're like, no, I just can't an, do. It. A nightmare. A nightmare. So, I, and the, the the interesting thing too, is I, because I've had to park downtown a few times recently, And I have found, I don't know if my mind has just accepted what parking costs or if Mm. I think that the costs have gone down. Mm. Because we went for our medical. So we had to be there at 6.45. So we were gonna arrive at 6.30. So I said to Phil, well, you know what, why don't we just take, let's just take line one. We just have to walk 10 minutes and get down. He said, well, okay. So we thought about that, and then we're like, oh, we have to bring a suitcase. And we're like, okay, I said, well, that's not a big deal. That's fine. But then it was like, uh, wait a minute. It's going to cost $3.30 or whatever it is times two, times two. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And And so then at that point, you're just like, okay, maybe I should just. How much is parking? Yeah. 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 And so parking was $25 because it was early bird. Yeah. So like from 7 to 5, well, we got there at 6.30 and I had no idea. I thought they were going to charge me like the night. Sometimes, you know, they used to charge mm-hmm. you like the nightly fee. And then the next day it was like, yeah. come on, really? Yeah. And I'm like, 25 bucks. Why wouldn't I have parked down there? Yeah, it's not that bad. Especially when it's two of you, right? Yeah. And I was getting there so early in the morning, there was no traffic mm-hmm. coming out. There was a bit, but but other than that, it was, it was you know, the right decision, but for sure. Oh yeah, parking could be an issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, here's three questions, Henny. Three okay. things I, inquiring minds need to know. Okay. And I know there's other, there other people listening who are also going to be like, huh? So here's something I need to ask you, one, because this is something I have noticed a lot and I don't get it because this is not the way I was raised. I do this is not what I like to do. I like to do it my way. Okay. Okay. When you're washing dishes, do you fill the sink? Or do you just let the sink run and use some rag or some sponge with soap and keep putting soap on it? That, I, that sounded really judgy, right? <laughs> 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 you know well, how I Clearly, felt. I know what you do. Okay. If I'm washing dishes in the sink, I fill the sink oh, with a pan of water. Yes. All the dishes go in it. Yes. They get washed. Yeah. No, no. Thank you. Why Why would I Why would I constantly put more oh. soap and more soap and more soap and more soap on a rag? This makes no sense. Plus, the water is just running and running and running and wow. running. What the heck? I, I know, but I think that people were going to tell us that you actually use less water if you do that. But I am going to call bullshit on that. Only from the experience that I've had and the ones that I've seen with my children. So my both my boys do this. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. So here's the thing. I do know at some point I learned, and so maybe this is misinformation, but at some point I learned that a shower takes far less water than a bath. Okay. So maybe that's why they think that running the water would take less water than filling the sink with a pan of water. But here's the thing. I'm not filling the sink to the brim. Yeah. Right. It's not like a bath where the water has to be high enough to cover Mm -hmm. my body. Right. Like I'm just putting, I don't know, three inches of water in the bottom of the sink. Maybe not even that much to do whatever I need to do. Or what I often do is if I have a pot to wash, it's the Mm -hmm. pot that gets filled with water Uh, and I wash all the other dishes inside the pot. Okay. there is no reason I do I do not believe for a second that I am using more water than the person who is running the tap for forever I don't believe it yeah and and I don't I'm not a sponge person neither am I I I find those things to me like when was the last time you changed that sponge I mean I'm a rag person me too I use a rag Yeah. yeah me too yeah, 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 like not like fine. a dish like a dishcloth, a dishcloth, yeah, 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 yeah. a dishcloth. We we okay. ca- I call it a faduk. It's like one of the Dutch words that I grew up using okay. and I continue to use. Yeah. Okay, so I call it's a dishcloth. But it's a dishcloth. But, yeah, but it's a dishcloth. Okay, okay, okay. good. Okay, good. This good. is why we can, we're friends. We can still be friends. <laughs> okay, okay. First of all, you wear you. I know you. I have seen you wear pajamas, but do you wear pajamas on a regular basis? This is not the question. This is just what I want to know. <laughs> no, I only wear pajamas. Like if I'm going to be with with someone, yeah. Okay, if, if I'm if I, oh. I I mean public is the wrong word, but like okay. No. But as when a I kid, was, did. as a kid I did 100. percent Okay, so did you only wear your pajamas one night, or were you did you like wear your pajamas and then the morning you get up and you fold them, you put them under your pillow? Sandy, do you think that my parents were doing laundry <laughs> for six children and we were changing our pajamas every night? No. I for sure would wear my pajamas for a week, and okay. then, and then on Saturday they would go in the laundry. Okay, because that's what I wanted to know. But so if you if you were wearing them now, like how how long did you how long before you changed them? Okay, so, so I, for so now as an adult, so yeah. I I don't typically wear pajamas. Yeah. Um, but if I'm for example, I went on holidays. I was on holidays for eight nights. Yeah. I had one yeah. pair of pajamas with me. Yeah. I wore it every night. I brought it yep. home it went in the wash. Um, yep. if for example, I think now, like, like let's let's say you were staying over and so yep. then I would wear pajamas because you don't need to be privy. You don't need to <laughs> you don't need to witness that. Um but so then I would wear pajamas. Privy like it was a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I changed my wording. <laughs> Too late it already came out, slipped out, boop. <laughs> i don't think it's a privilege <laughs> okay. um so, so i would tough, wear pajamas i feel like if i just wore them one night i would probably fold them up and put them back away probably but yeah, okay. ha, i mean how many times would i wear it before i wash it maybe three nights okay okay that's exactly what what i do oh okay 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 so cool. you're a pajama wearer as an adult of course I am. I have lots of different ones in there. Sometimes, like, in the afternoon, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to put my pajamas on now. Okay, so this is, so I have pajamas that I wear as lounge clothing, and I also have pajamas that I wear to school on PJ day, but okay. I mean, I don't, but, but I don't sleep in them. Oh, yeah, I sleep in pajamas. No, it's too hot. No, well, that, I mean, it's only when I was having really bad hot flashes, and then I'd have to, like, take them off, take but them off. I, I do like to have PJs on. Okay. Okay. All right, your bath towels. After you've had a shower, do you, are you a person that only uses a towel once and then puts it in the washer? Sandy, no. Okay. (laughs) 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 Oh, Sorry, was was that kind of judgy? (laughs) But a lot of people do. What a waste. Talking about wasting water. Okay. Anyone who tells me that running the kitchen sink would save water and still washes their towels every day. No, no, no. I cannot entertain this conversation. No. <laughs> okay. So this is the thing. my Well, my kids, this is what my kids do. I'm like, why are there no towels? they going to have a ton of towels because they're all down the laundry chute. And in a big bin. And then I go down and I'm washing all the towels. I don't, what is happening? When I stay at their house, I take my towel out of my bedroom. Yeah. I have my shower. Yeah. I come back in and then they have rads. So I hung it over the rad so that it will dry off. But at home, at home, I do use them like three days. Sometimes longer. I was going to say, I feel like probably, I'm probably more like five. Okay, I was Henny, and then I recently read something, and it was I I heard I think it was on a podcast about how much bacteria and stuff. Yeah, fair, fair. A lot of it, "Hmm." a lot of it for me would be like I'm a 58. I got to this point, Henny. If if I'm doing the laundry anyway, I might be like, oh, I'll just throw these in. But like, yeah, yeah, I mean, no. Okay, not so. Either people are now like totally disgusted in us. Or they're on board, yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope they're on board. Like, I just think of like even when you go to okay, even when you stay in a hotel and they yeah. give you towels, then they say to you, yeah. like, conserve water, like hang yeah. the towels back up again, you know, or yeah. throw them on the on the ground and we'll and we'll yeah uh replace them, but like, I don't need a brand new towel, okay, that's my exception. <laughs> I am a towel on the ground and sometimes we've had where we've had it like we've been active in the morning so when we get up we didn't take a shower that day but when we came back we did but then so then we need another set of towels for later yeah no that's happened We're I said Phil we need more towels so he has to call down to the front desk bring me up some more towels Okay. That is, that is my, what I don't, yeah. what I don't like is if you, if you showered, yeah, like maybe you've showered later in the day than usual. And so, but yeah. then you're showering again later yeah. and then the towel's still wet. I don't like that. No. In that case, I would grab a fresh towel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really well, like to dry myself with a towel that's still wet. Here's something that I do have to invest in because here in this apartment that we're renting, there's a towel heater, a dryer. That is delicious. And so, but like, it's just for towels. Oh yeah. no, It's a, oh, it's a heater. Like you put the folded yeah. towel in there. No, no, no. You hang your towels over at the towel rack. Like where you hang your towels is heated. Oh, it's bougie is bougie. That feel, yeah, that feels like. But my mother-in-law has one too. When she did her bathroom remodel, she put one of those in. Right, right. then your towel is warm yeah that sounds decadent it does it it sounds luxurious but like also lovely yeah I said to my I said to Phil okay uh I need to have one of these at some point yeah okay well this so here's the thing the question about the running of the tap and the and the doing the dishes has been on my mind for so long and I couldn't and I keep forgetting to say it so I literally had to write it down and then when I started I'm like pajamas because I was like looking around huh how about towels like there's a lot of different things but you just don't you don't really think about them like these are the things I think as like you as a kid those are the things that you do but then I was like my kids never did their dishes like that no I mean even if you only have one sink because growing up we only had one sink like now you Mm. a lot of places have a dual sink right oh okay but yeah, I mean, I do like to like to rinse it off with water, mm-hmm. like, but and then I do it very systematically when I'm washing my dishes. Yes, well, so it's got to be nice, hot, clean water, and then I'll do like the glasses first. Yeah, because if there's anything greasy, then you can't yep. get it off. Like no, yeah, and then I'll do my plates and my cutlery and everything. And then sometimes if the water at that point is really yucky, sometimes I'm my, you have to switch it over. I do to do my pots and stuff like that. Yep, 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 yep. Especially if it's a frying pan, that maybe had eggs or something in it. That's like, you know, you. messy. Okay. Wow. Thank goodness. <laughs> that I thought this was gonna make or break the friendship. Like this whole thing was like it could have just been bad. It could have turned out really yeah. bad. And instead, we were right, right. on track with one another. <laughs> we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Earlier this uh, earlier this year, like a few days ago, when the school year started, <laughs> feels like it's been more than a few days. Um, oh. We, I was reading a storybook to my students and then at different parts in the storybook, there were like, we would stop to do things. So at one point in the storybook, it says like, everyone raise your hand and share your name. So then we stopped and we did attendance, you know, and then you keep going. And so there was one section in the storybook where they talk about like, you know, through the school year, like learning each other's like special talents. So then we we stopped the book. So then I asked everyone what their special talent was. Oh my goodness. And so these are eight-year-olds, right? Oh God. And so like a lot of them are like gymnastics, singing, dancing, doing soccer tricks, you know, like things like that. One little kid says vacuuming. Oh, (gasps) and you said, Can I adopt you? (laughs) A man after my own heart. (laughs) Do (laughs) you have a Dyson? You were comparing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love that your special talent is vacuuming. <laughs> it was the best. This is why this like it's really the age the age of the kids because they're just so darn cute. I just I I was like I can't I can't even. So it's great it's great <laughs> special talent vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> With a straight face, right? Oh yeah, no, like fully serious about it. Yeah. fully serious. There's very little joking that happens. like they' they're too young for sarcasm still. Oh, so there's no. very little like you know like like things are funny and they laugh, of course. but yeah uh, but it's but it's they're not making jokes no. <laughs> it's no. all it's all very serious. <sighs> That's like Graham, all growing up, he wanted to be a berry farmer but a red berry farmer. Right, <laughs> you've told me that before. Just so, a red berry farmer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's something I should have said uh, in this in the speech. That was oh, funny. That, that would have been cute. Yeah, <laughs> 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 been cute. Oh, So geez. the other thing that I've been doing. So I know in the summertime, you and I were really making um making a concerted effort to do some yoga or some stretching, mm-hmm. you know, several yes. times a week. And, and so through the summer, we were pretty good at keeping that up. Yeah. And then, um, in the last sort of week and a half of August, when things kind of became nuts, that went out the way, like, you know, went out the yeah. side. And so, knowing that I was and this is something we talked about and I think we've talked about on the podcast before that thinking forward to my school year like I really wanted to figure out you know new school new timing new everything like how am I going to you know get my my activity routine you know set mm-hmm. yeah. and I really have been enjoying like doing the the yoga and the stretching in the morning through the summer. And so I thought, okay, this is what I, this is the thing that I have to commit to doing in the morning. And mm-hmm. so I like worked backwards from like when I need to leave to how much, to how much time I need to shower, to packing yep. my lunch, to like doing all these things. And so I've worked it out that I have a 30 minute chunk of time um, between the beginning of my morning routine and when I need to shower. And so I thought, okay, this is it. Like I have to do this. So I have, so in the basement, so the, I have an unfinished basement, so it's nice and cool down there. Yeah. Now in the heat wave, it's been nice. So I have this, uh, um, an area rug that I brought with me from my old house that doesn't match the, like the decor of my new house. So I don't need it so I've laid it out on the concrete floor so I've got a carpet yoga mat laid out I've got my little weights there I've got my yoga block so I've got like a little Uh. workout section set out so I don't have to like roll it up and roll it out again every day so it's just laid out set up ready to go and so every morning for the last three days yep (laughs) I have like gone down into my basement done my like 25 minute little yoga video for unfit on and then you know went upstairs had a had a bottle of water got my lunch packed then go up and shower and it has been such a lovely way to start the day oh I'm so happy and 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 you share it with me so then I do it after because we're still an hour difference yeah. and yeah, so it's and super sometimes I have you. a trainer and sometimes like I've got the dog to walk and all of that. But it gives me like once Phil leaves like he goes to shower and then yes. I have my mat. I rolled it up today, but I have had it just laying out also. Have you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I just go onto my mat and then do my yoga and try to keep the dog off the yoga mat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Hito likes to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, but it's so nice because it's, sometimes it's hard to get going when you're by yourself doing it. Yes. Yes. I keep remembering. Okay, but you know how good you feel after. Mm-hmm. You feel good after, and it helps that you've just sent me. You know, you don't even say anything. I just get like a a, a screenshot of what it was. <laughs> okay, I and I'm like, okay, thank you. Check mark, heart, something. <laughs> Got it. Received. Yeah. 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 But it's but it's nice because just like you said, you get out of that routine and then it just feels so good just to get back into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It feels, it feels so good and it, it works in the schedule, you know, like I don't Uh. feel like, I don't feel like I'm, uh, short on time to try and squeeze it in. Like it, it, it Mm. naturally fits into the, 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 the schedule and the, and the time frame that i have yeah. and if an even like on the first day of school for example i wanted to leave a little bit earlier mm-hmm. because i wanted to make sure i had a little extra time at school and so instead of doing 25 minutes i just did like 18 minutes you know yes. like i i just did something that was a little bit shorter just to give myself a little extra window of time and i mm-hmm. mean and and that's what that that's one of the things that Um, that has come up in different things that we've listened to and read and talked about over the past, you know, couple of months, you know, this idea of, you know, not having to do 100%, 100% of the time, you know, like, okay, so if my ideal is this, but I can, like, you know, if my 10 out of 10 is this, you know, but I only have two out of 10 energy, you know, like, what do I do, you know, two Mm -hmm. out of 10 is more than zero, right? So, So I really have been trying to take that to heart and, and it, and it just makes such a difference. Like it's so, it just, it feels, there's something physically that feels good about using your muscles and specifically Mm -hmm. about stretching um, in the morning that feels good, but there's something mentally also that feels good about concentrating on something that is not, important for your outside life. Yeah. You know, like it's so good to, it feels so good for 20 to 30 minutes to just completely focus on something that is not thinking about what has to be done next, thinking about, you know, the, the phone calls that you have to make or the, the, you know, the three things you have to do once you get to work or the, Mm -hmm. you know, the conversation that you had with whoever the night before, you know, like, it's so nice to, like, just be, like, completely focused on something else, you know, listening to someone's voice, you know, concentrating on your breathing, figuring out, like, concentrating on what your, you know, your arms and your legs are doing and what your stomach's doing, you know, like, all these things. It just physically and mentally it just it feels really good yeah yeah no i agree i mean I'm, i miss it like and then i realize how much i miss yoga because i i at you know, one time in my life it was very important to me and i did it i practiced a lot and then right. you know you get away from it and but you realize like your body just feels stronger too right like you mm-hmm. feel longer you feel taller like mm-hmm it just changes everything and for those that don't have not used the fit on app when henny said to shorten it like she just did 18 minutes it wasn't a 26 minute or 30 minute class you can choose and that's what's so great about it is they have things in there like shorter than 10 minutes Mm -hmm. to do you know Mm -hmm. um and so there's a lot of uh there's a lot of options there are a lot of options there We've spoken about the FitOn app before because you and I have used it intermittently, wow. quite extensively, actually, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it just it does not disappoint, you know. No. Like it it and it's not like I used it a few years ago and I really liked it, but now I'm getting back into it. And I'm like, ah, oh, this, you know, maybe I yeah. only liked it because it was novel. No, no, no. Like they're constantly adding new workouts, they're adding new trainers, they're yes. adding. You know, new and different sequences of movement, and like, and the so many of the trainers are are really engaging and enjoyable to yeah. to follow their workouts. the The yoga workouts that we've been enjoying are the the ones with Vitas. We, mm-hmm. we we I, I really I really like him. Although there are a couple of other trainers that do yoga. Yeah, that I've done also that I've really liked, like DeAndre is really great. And Sydney, Mm. I really like her, her her movement sequences. So yes, there are a few that have been really great. And so and so even if you don't. Like even if you're if you're not interested in yoga, there's tons of other types of yeah. activities like Pilates and bar and dance yeah. and Zumba and mm. um, like workout with weights and you know like tons of different things that you can do. Yeah. Um, but but even if you think that you don't love yoga. It's worth trying some of the workouts, especially because like you said, yeah. Sandy, like some of them are super short and you can yeah. search for them by time. Right. So you can say, oh, I only have five to 10 minutes today. So I'm only going to search the five to 10 minute workouts mm-hmm. or I have 20 to 30 minutes. So I'm going to search those workouts. So it's, yeah. it's easy to find a workout that's going to work for you. Exactly. Okay. One more thing, Sandy, before we go. So yeah. you were telling us about some of the books that you've recently read or, or the book that you've just started. and But what we haven't talked about, and it wouldn't be a Beyond the Weight podcast episode if we didn't talk about a podcast we've been listening to. <laughs> okay. okay. That's what we always seem to do.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: there's a new podcast that just came out a couple of weeks ago that I've been listening to that I've found absolutely delightful. It's called The Handsome Pod. Okay. Like, like handsome, like, you know, beautiful and handsome. yeah And it's three comedians who are the hosts of the pod. Yes. Uh, Tig Notaro, Fortune Feimster, and the last host, her first name is Meg, but I can't remember their last name. But so it's three comedians and they are, they're, they're very, their humor is very dry and witty and sarcastic. They're, yeah. They're very funny. But the, the the way they've set up the podcast is interesting and different from other podcasts that you might know. So okay. what they do is they have someone that they know um, pre-record a question for them. So it's not like they're on the podcast as a guest. It's just like a recording of them asking a question. And so the one that I, the most recent one that I listened to, the guest, you know, quote unquote, asked the question, you know, how do you, like, how do you get creative? Like, how do you, um, encourage creativity in yourself? And so, but the questions could be anything, you know? Yeah. And so like one of the questions was about like how they wash themselves in the shower. So like the question could look okay. anything. That's and so when they engage in this whole conversation that is like starts with the question. But then of course, as conversations uh-huh. do, it ambles all over the place. And these three hosts, they know uh-huh. each other, but you can tell that through this podcast that they're actually learning a lot about each other. Like, like Mm -hmm. I think they know each other and they admire each other, but they're not necessarily friends. And so it's really interesting to hear them talk with one another and like, and Mm. truly learn about one another as they're like talking, like answering whatever these, you know, the random questions are, but then also they're funny. Yes. You know, yeah. so I've really been, I've really been getting a kick out of it. And so, oh, I should check it out. Yeah, that if you're looking fun. for like, yeah, I, like I, a, yeah, a funny light kind of podcast yeah. listen, Yeah, I would, I would recommend the Handsome Pod. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to have to uh, check it out. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's been a good listen. I've been. Yeah. Uh, well, I love that people just give them random questions and then. Yeah. And then they just go with it. You know, it's, it's super fun. And they, and they, the way that they interact with each other is really interesting too, because when you, like, when you have people talking to one another who are really good friends, they have a certain rapport, which is really interesting to listen to. But when you have people who are like professional friends, but not personal friends, that's also kind of interesting, right? Because especially the way that their podcast is set up because they are really getting to know each other. Yeah. But they're also comedians. So they already have, they already have their own style of responding mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. reacting and yeah. taking information in yeah. and yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That is super fun. Yeah. It has, it has been fun. I've, I've been enjoying it. Well, okay. This one quick thing then, how do you wash yourself in the shower? <laughs> uh, I always start with my hair. Yeah, and yeah, I think I start. Yeah, I think I go from top to bottom. Yeah, me too. And I used to be like a shampoo only kind of person, and shampoo did all the jobs. But like I like all over your body. Yes, well, shampoo, people, shampoo, but you suds. shampoo. But you use purple shampoo so as well. Okay, stuff. so help me. <laughs> This is why I had to change. So when I started using purple shampoo, I was like, okay, I cannot use purple suds to wash my nether regions. Like I just can't do it. So, So then I had to switch to having purple shampoo and body wash. Okay. Okay. But for a very, very long time, it was just shampoo suds top to bottom. Interesting, okay. I had a friend that used to brush her teeth in the tub in the tub? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I have been Take known to like she takes a bath and then no, it's a bath. And then As brushes an her teeth while it. she's bathing while she's bathing while she's bathing. Yeah. Uh it's weird. I mean, I have been known to wander <laughs> around the house yeah. brushing my teeth like doing kind of other things thing. too. But even peeing. peeing, I have a toothbrush in my mouth and I'm going pee. But uh, yeah, me too. But but I mean <laughs> But I'm kind of anti-bath to begin with. So anything that yeah, you do no. in the bath, I would find weird. Okay. Because taking a bath in the first place is a little <laughs> weird to me. <laughs> is that because as a, as a kid, did you have to take baths? Uh, No, we were a real shower family. Oh, we didn't have a shower. So we'll use excuse me for being... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: I used to give my younger siblings baths. Okay. But, but I don't remember taking I a bath. Like, I'm sure okay. when I was really little I did, but I don't remember that. I had to there share the bath water with my brother. Yeah, we did that too. That's it just... would have been it would have been two brothers and me. It would have been three of us in the tub. Yeah. 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 There are there are I I don't rem I don't remember that, but I know that I've seen pictures of that where the so three there's of us proof. There's, proof, there's proof it happened. Yeah, yeah it happened. <laughs> For sure. But I mean yeah. I, from a, from quite a young age, we transitioned yeah. into showering. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's because you know why we never had a shower until I was 11 and we moved. Oh. So when we lived in Stony Creek on Millen road, we only had a bathtub. Oh, there was wow. no shower in that house. Did it have little claws <laughs> on the bottom? I, I'm not I don't remember if it, <laughs> I know I've seen a photo because my mom also had like a ringer washer at one point. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Big barrel with the ring, yep, and she had the ring. Yeah. The ring. So that went into the tub, and I remember there's a photo, and that had a clawed thing. So I'm, I okay. think it did. You I think it did. did wow. Yeah. yeah. So you're real old. I'm real old. I'm real <laughs> old. Made a wall furnace too, like one furnace that was like on the wall, and it had to do the whole house, because it was one floor. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to give me that kind of look. Somebody <laughs> someone suggested that we do this like video so people can see our faces. So today you've twice you had faces that would have been really good. Well maybe one day, maybe one day maybe we'll just... have to let let people see the faces. Yeah. I will have to be on maybe my did best. It again <laughs> I'll, have to be, I'll have to be on my best behavior. I'll have a little pointer. I could just point at you when you're doing it. <laughs> ding, ding. Stoic. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. All right. All right, fresh. Sandy. Well, that was a real fun chat. Um, yeah. I hope that uh people listening found it a little bit a little bit fun at least. A little bit fun, yeah. So then you have questions now to put to ask people. We need to know. Yes. We need to know. Are we washing towels after every, every use? Yeah. Are we washing pajamas after every use? Mm-hmm. And are we filling the sink or running the water for dishes? Thank you. We need to know all of those answers. I need to know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Sandy. I will yeah. chat with you next week. All right. Have a good night. Ciao.